Rohingya people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hey, welcome to uh, the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And uh, once again, you're joining me, courtesy of Malcolm and the America Out Loud Talk Radio platform. Uh, this is one of three segments and um, that I do weekly. And I'm, I'm joined by people like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Rich, uh, the Bregans, etc. And... Uh, we have the opportunity to speak on this platform when we are normally canceled by um, the legacy media and governments, etc. as we try to share information with the public on the COVID situation. So uh, we're very grateful. And uh, this is our effort to fight tyranny and the work cancel culture. Uh, well, as you know, we kind of still in the COVID um, grasp. But COVID is dead. It's dying, but dead, I, I argue. While there are some who are trying to keep it alive. And before I get to those related stories, let me just touch on a, on, a, on a couple of them that are making the news right now. You have the issue I read on a judge report that they're about to indict Trump again. I think this has to do with the uh, quote-unquote classified documents in Mar-a-Lago. But here's the issue. Um, they impeached him twice. They raided his house. We know that Hillary Clinton had thousands of documents on her silver. We had her, her assistant, Uma Abedin, had classified information. And the other one, Cheryl, um, I forgot her surname, classified information in the trunk of the car. We had Uma Abedin's husband, Wiener, Anthony Wiener, with classified information in his possession that he was not even in the government. So if you go after Trump, you have to go after all of these people. We had Mike Pence with classified information they found recently, Biden, et cetera, and all of his Delaware homes. So once again, this is an effort to get Trump, to smear him and get him out. They know that Trump is the most dangerous person in the sense of he can win re-election. So they're trying constantly to harm him and to damage his image and his name. So let's see where this will go again and whether this has any credibility. But we knew that most of these people who are going after Trump have their own classified information problems themselves. So I wanted to tee it up that way. Um, you know, there's some news about uh, CNN right now being in trouble. We knew that years ago. And, um, you know, I think CNN as a news agency organization should, uh, should be shut down. Um, I saw something on the news about Cuba possibly hosting um, a Chinese spy base that's going to be focused on the USA. 
well, you know, is this a situation that, that is akin? Does it rise to the level of the Cuban Missile Crisis with Kennedy, etc.? Is this just preliminary reporting? What do we know? There's a lot we don't know. So let's see. I've always said that China is probably our greatest enemy, not Russia. But what we are doing is we are flipping Russia into China's arms with the insane America-Ukraine policy and America playing this deadly role in this Ukraine-Russia war. So that is something that we need to consider. What's my view right now? Let's say I give an election update every time I speak. I still think today that President Trump remains the most important, the strongest, the most capable person to be reelected. I think Ron DeSantis may or may not be a good president. I don't see why he can't be, but one day. You know, there's a lot of people who are against him and they're writing negative stuff about him. I'm not into that. You know, from my point of view, is if the person is capable to do the nation's job. And Trump has a bad, not bad, but a, you know, a kind of a colorful past. So does everyone. And um, I really don't care about his past. I care about his ability to lead America. And, and remember, you need to understand this. Up to January 2020, Democrats even were in love with Trump because the 401k, the, ba the balance was very healthy. The unemployment rate was 3.4%. All of the minority groups were working and happy. Blacks, Latinos, women, everyone. Labor participation, participation rate was elevated. So we had a lot of good news. And, and Trump was on path to be reelected handsomely with a majority uh, electoral votes and majority states. We, we knew the polls. So something went wrong. And yes, there's the issue about the stolen votes on the night of the election. And, you know, using all of these uh, machines and uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't disagree with that. But it's outside of my wheelhouse. I'm not an expert in that kind of stuff. And you know with the carry lakes and all of the all of them in Arizona, blah blah blah. I would like a really proper investigation. I to really get to the bottom of it. Were votes really tampered with and stolen, especially because of the mailing and all of that. If that is shown conclusively, because we still a lot of it is hearsay and what we want to believe and all of that. You know, there's no rulings yet. But if it is shown in an unbiased way that votes were stolen, well, that's a very serious thing. And we have a legitimate and illegitimate president. But if also investigations show that votes were not stolen, it looked like it was stolen, but it was not. Then, then we have to put that to bed. And even President Trump must stop saying it. But what I am trying to tell you, and I want to be as clear as I can, you know I wrote that book, Presidential Takedown. Again, the name is Presidential Takedown. You can get it at Amazon or Barnes or Noble. It was about my time in the Trump administration while at HHS. And uh, what I saw, and the title of the book is Presidential Takedown, where, where I said Anthony Fauci, Burke, CDC, the World Health Organization, they all conspired, the deep state, to topple Trump. Trump was toppled because of the pandemic and specifically the response to the pandemic. That clunker, lunatic task force that he had on that stage near Delhi. I mean, 
save Brett Girard. They were a clunker. Most of them were highly inept and incompetent and just stupid people. And they made it. They committed what I said in front of you, Harry Carey. They fell on their own swords. They hurt themselves by they having a botched pandemic response. This, the disaster of the pandemic response in terms of the failed lockdowns, failed school closures, failed business closures, um, all of the shielding policies, the whole, the whole entire thing was a fraud. There was no pandemic based on an infection fatality rate of 0.05% in persons 70 years and below, 0.0003%, statistical zero, none in persons zero to 19 years old. We could find today, after three years and two months, across the United States of America, the entire country, entire country, entire Sweden, entire Germany, etc. We could find in America not one, I'm not saying five or 10, I'm saying not one, so zero, none, not one healthy child in America across the entire COVID period was exposed to COVID, got infected and died, not one. And that was a fact, and we knew that data two weeks out by the end of March, 2020. So every single thing that they did was a lie based on a fraud, flawed PCR test that over 24 cycles, we knew it was detecting viral dust, viral fragments, non-lethal, non-infectious virus or pathogen, whatever the hell you want to call it. So we shut society down and took people out of society as a lie. It was all a lie. Every single thing about COVID was a lie. Every, I want to say it clearly. 100% of COVID from the virus, whatever that was, we knew something was released in the, in, the, in the environment in different countries. We were exposed to it. Let's be fair. But it was a respiratory type, pulmonary type uh, pathogen. We may come to learn it was not a coronavirus. But whatever it was, it did cause pulmonary type, pneumonia type symptoms in, in elderly high risk people, vulnerable people. Median age of around 82 to 83, with two to three underlying medical conditions. We know that. We know some people died. But the numbers that have died really died due to whatever it was was released. Remember I said whatever was released? I didn't even say yet accidental deliberate release. I actually think it was deliberate. I think this is a kind of a binary weapon. Where stage one was released in the society means you who took the shot. Stage one was, is done. Stage two is coming. A binary weapon is a military weapon that has double stages. The first stage sets the, lays the field to accept the second stage. The second stage is a deadly stage. That's the stage that's going to turn on what you got in the first stage. What I just said should send a chill through you because... I bring biological weapons research, bi bioterrorism research to the table. I bring epidemiological expertise to the table. I bring, I am probably considered an, a global expert in COVID, one of the top, maybe top five. Globally, I'm heavily worked in COVID. There's probably no one save people like McCullough who's read broadly and deeply as me as the COVID. 
because it's what we were faced with and what we were doing as contrarians and as skeptics. As skeptics, I had to read everything on both sides. I am trying to tell you, the entire COVID pandemic was a lie. There was no pandemic. We were to do nothing, zero, nothing, not even treatment, nothing. No vaccine, no lockdown, no school, nothing, zero. Just, just, just operate as normal, as though this was a new cold or flu somebody got. They needed respiratory support, get them to the doctor or the hospital, or whatever they needed. We lost most people, not from this pathogen. We lost because we closed the hospitals and the doctor's offices to people who were having routine, chronic, Western-type cardiovascular illness, diabetes, arthritis, neurological symptoms, cancer, couldn't be screened. Because all the beds, remember, for a good two-year period were designated only COVID. The entire hospitals. And you were told, wait. Everything was put elective. Many of those people died. Many of those people are dying now, and we are capturing them in what we call excess mortality. Excess mortality is all-cause mortality. Dying from all causes. And we could see in the data that now, in 2022, 2023, there's a surge across nations. And interest, not interestingly, we, we predicted it. The nations with the highest excess mortality. Remember, excess mortality is the difference between what we observe versus what we, what we expected versus what we observe. So we might have expected 100 deaths for something, but we observed 200. So what really happened was 200 then. The excess deaths is 100. That's what I'm talking about. I, I just broke it on in layman terms for you. What's the point I'm trying to say? Again, I want to say it slowly. Today, if I bring everything to the table, I can safely say that 100% of the pandemic was a fraud. It was not a pandemic. We needed to do nothing other than normal life. If you wanted to self-isolate, if you had some symptoms, etc., that's it. No mass testing of asymptomatic people. No mass quarantine of the borders of asymptomatic people. None. Zero. Every single thing was a lie and a fraud. The lockdown, there's no science anywhere in the world, none, zero, that shows us that any lockdown worked. All failed. Every school closure failed. Every vaccine mandate failed. Every mass mandate failed. Every business closure failed. Every single shielding policy failed. What we do see in the data is that we shifted the burden of morbidity and mortality, deaths, infections, hospitalizations, from the well-to-do in society, what we call the cafe latte, laptop, Zoom class, we shifted it to the poor in society. We shifted it to females, to women, poor women, marginalized fringe women, poor children, minority children, who could least afford to shield. They could not afford to lock down. And they couldn't. Many of them front-faced the pathogen and many of them died. But we lost most people, not from this virus. Again, we lost them from, from denying treatment of people in hospitals and in, in the doctor office. Because everything was said, if it's not COVID, we don't want to see you. We lost many due to the vaccine. We lost many people due to the lockdown lunacy. 
and the collateral effects of it. People committing suicide, elevated opioid use, elevated alcohol use and abuse, etc. A lot of suicide, depression, anxiety. But far, by far, we lost most people by the medical management of them, such that when we took granny or grandpa or parent or whoever to the healthcare system, the healthcare system killed them. We killed them by a fraud PCR test. Then to manage them inside, we isolated them in the back room and isolation began the death spiral because that kills elderly people. While they were isolated, they were dehydrated and malnourished because no one was feeding them. No one was going near them. And when you go and you look at granny, you see this lady lying down there with her nice cover up to her chin. We have evidence to show when you pull that back, you saw on top of granny mounds of feces with maggots crawling all over them. Nobody touched granny. Public didn't know that for months and she died in isolation in her own feces. And to manage her, we gave her midazolam and diamorphine. Those are massive potent paralytics that we give prisoners who are being executed in the death chamber. We introduce midazolam first to paralyze them so they don't fight before we introduce the potassium chloride, etc. the lethal dose. And on top of that, we pumped her with other toxic drugs. We imposed do not resuscitate orders against the family wishes, and even against their wishes. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back to the second segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on the America Talk, America Out Loud Talk Radio uh, Network. You know that my um, that my uh, talk shows can they go to podcast the day after. You can get them on iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. And um, once again, big praise, big ups to um, to Malcolm and the America Out Loud platform and um, we are trying to spread as much information as possible. So I was trying to finish a point in my first segment that I want to, before I touch on some real COVID data, um, I'm talking to you at the 50,000 foot level still. So we took granny, she touched the emergency room door, 
But 28 day mortality went up uh, 50% instantly, 40 to 50%. She was given a PCR test that said she was positive, and we knew it was 95% false positive because we overcycled beyond 24 cycles. And we knew beyond 24 cycles, and we were cycling at 40 and 45. We knew that at 30 cycles, it was viral dust. In other words, what you were detecting, if it was coronavirus, it was non-infectious and non-lethal. It is only cycle count thresholds below 24. That's why these beasts at CDC and Public Health Agency of Canada and Health Canada and SAGE in Britain and NIH and all of these, these places, they gave you your, your positive test result to you without the threshold, the cycle count. Because once the public got wind that it was only cycle counts be, be, be below 24 that was important. Anything above 24 meant is, is you, won't, you won't positive and you won't infectious. Anyway, you, you, you gave her that false positive test. It gave you the, 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 the right as the hospital to suck her into the black hole of the medical system because you were, being, you were billing the government tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of bucks by medicalizing her falsely. You put her in that back room. She was isolated. And because of that, she began to die. Then she was not fed because no one touched her. She was laying in her feces. She was malnourished and dehydrated. And she began to further die. What you did then was to manage her so she don't come back. You gave her my Dazolam and diamorphine and other toxic cocktails. But these two, midazolam and dimorphine, we could track, we have data to show that when prescriptions of midazolam and dimorphine in hospitals rose, so did deaths. And it was clear, they tracked so tightly, both curves on each other. That's what we did. We killed her with midazolam. And midazolam you give to prisoners in the electrocution chamber before you introduce the potassium chloride to stop the heart. My Dazalam is a potent paralytic. And then what you did, you imposed do not resuscitate orders against Granny's wishes. Granny didn't even know what you were doing to her. Against the family wishes because the family was kept outside. Nobody could see Granny. And she's crapping on herself. And the feces are pulling up in mounds all over her chest, her stomach, maggots all over. Yes, below those covers, that's what was there. No one was even cleaning her. The nurses were afraid, the doctors were afraid, the morons they were, the derelict, dangerous people that they were. And then what did you do? We knew from the Spanish flu in 1917, 1918, the Spanish flu taught us two things. When we went back and we look at the autopsies and we examine it today, it taught us that most of the people who died in the Spanish flu, it wasn't no viral uh, uh, infection that killed them. It was the advent of um, we found out that we killed many people with aspirin. Aspirin first came onto the scene and we were giving people mega doses of aspirin then. Aspirin can kill you if, if abused and overused. People died from overdose of aspirin. Now when we're looking at the data, we're beginning to make this argument, but they principally died from bacterial pneumonia. Remember, they did not have antibiotics then. And they died because, because people in Spanish flu ended up with advanced florid pneumonia, secondary, bacterial pneumonia, secondary to the viral pneumonia.
So when we look at the autopsies today, we can exhume bodies, we can look at the tissue, and we can see this bacterial pneumonia kill them. Had we had antibiotics then, in 1970-1980, we'd have saved most people. And that's the issue today. Many people who died from COVID died from advanced pneumonia that degenerated into sepsis, the infection spilled over into the blood, and then poisoned all of the organ systems and shut down. The doctors did not know that the principal way to manage advanced severe COVID, florid pneumonia, was with antibiotics, principally, and blood thinning medication because there were many clots throughout the system. Plus, the medical system dictated the doctors don't use antibiotics. It was the most incredible thing at the height of the pandemic. When the low-hanging fruit, I call it, the bunch, the critical mass of elderly who were vulnerable and high risk, when they were dying quickly, they were not treated with antibiotics. That's what they needed. Even in the early treatment cocktail, it was the antibiotics we can argue today that played critical role because remember antibiotics have an antibacterial antibiotics have an antibacterial property of course but it also has an, an antiviral um, anti-inflammatory property also and that's the key doxycycline azithromycin etc these are anti-inflammatory is the antibiotics but they work with the antiviral property anti-inflammatory anyway on top of that what do we do granny with the do not resuscitate and the antibiotics refusal. So her pneumonia is spreading. She's getting sepsis, so she's dying. She's basically dead. We pumped her with remdesivir. When remdesivir was a failed Ebola drug that, that, that killed all of the animals, it failed. It had no disease we could use it for, but we decided Fauci and they gave it, made it the standard of care for COVID with that fraud NIH study. And, and we know now that remdesivir is kidney and liver toxic. But we gave granny that and basically sealed her fate. And if that wasn't worse, we then intubated her and we put her on the ventilator. And nobody was trained on the ventilator. To be trained on a ventilator, you need about a year in many cases. It's not a simple device. You don't just turn the switch on. You have to learn, like, like an anesthesiologist, you have to understand blood gases because you have to balance. You have to balance the pressure that you're introducing into her, that air, etc. You have to balance the gas exchange deep down in the lung at the level of the alveoli. Because remember, oxygen going in, carbon dioxide coming out. There are many, many different variables. It's not just, but we had all these morons in the hospital and the healthcare system. Everybody is a ventilator technician. Shove that tube down the intubator and everybody just turning on the ventilator. What was happening? Granny's lungs were getting blown up, big holes. So she was dead. Everything just told you we did to her, we killed her. The ventilator killed 90% on the ventilator. So all of these things we need to investigate. We need to get accountability. We need to jail many people. I don't care if you're in the Trump administration. I want you in jail. Biden administration, I want you in jail. So I'm trying to say 100% of the pandemic was a fraud, but it was so much of a fraud that they turned wrong and killed people needlessly. It's not to say that anything they did worked, nothing worked. 
but they actually killed people. That's where we come in. That's where people like me can't rest or sleep. We need to drag these people in proper legal forums. We need proper hearings and proper tribunals with proper judges and proper juries. And we have to keep finding them and searching for them and, and only strike them up if, if we know it's legal and these people are not bought by pharma. There's an unbiased discussion. And because we need to be fair and allow them to present their case as to why they took the policies that they did and, and that ended with so much death needlessly. Because they might be able to put on a case that a jury will say, well, they know there was no malintent. Right? They didn't know what they was doing. They were trying their best, blah, blah, blah. But if juries and judges come back with the fact that many of them were reckless and dangerous and that their actions caused deaths, well, then I want us to take all their money, clean them out financially, take all their money that their family could not touch a cent, and then I want to imprison as many of them, as many at CDC and at Health Canada. Jail them. Put them in a jail. Let's find a way. And if a judge brave enough comes to the table and say, you know what, these are like capital crimes. This involves killing of people. So this is like murder, second degree murder, whatever you want to call it. So he put that penalty on the table. I say, keep it on the table. I'm not afraid to say, if a judge tells me he put in or she put in the death penalty on the table as a, as a, as a remediation step, I would step back and say, okay, judge, I'm not going to argue with you. If you say the death penalty, when we're we going to impose the death penalty, and we hang them, I am very serious with that. However you want to put them to death. I don't care who the health official is. I don't care what level a minister in Canada, in UK. I don't care if it's a member of parliament, your MPP or the province. I don't care if you're a congressperson or a senator. If a judge, not me, not you, the listener, if a judge examines the evidence and comes back and says after a court hearing that this person, this senator, did things that caused deaths, I say we hang them. If the judge says hang them, I say I agree. If the judge says no hanging, just finding and say well, that's what the judge, I do anything a judge says. I'm not going to argue. It's not to be taken into my hands or the public. No, 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 no. We go into the legal process and we also punish them on the courts. We go back to the ballot box. Bottom line, nothing these bastards did work. They killed us. You know, governments operated the way they normally do. They seek to accrue power and take power from us. And when they take it, they will never give it back to us. That's all they do. You can't show me an example where a government accrued power all the power they accrued for 9-11, they still have it and more. They have not given us back nothing. Nothing. Short of a real prostate exam every time you get on a plane. Right? I mean, think about it. The insanity that we live in. They've done it now with COVID. So they took power and they maximally abused us. We can only get it back at the courts and at the ballot box. We don't take matters into our hands. No, 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 no. We use the legal process. But you have to stand up. We're living in this room. Right now, the biggest battle we face is this transgender madness. Where you have a bunch of parents, even I see, and I write about this constantly at my substack, Alexander COVID News. Please go to my blog. 
It's Alexander, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, space COVID, space news. I've set it up for free. Please join. You will get my, my, uh, my analysis daily. I, I do about five to 10 pieces that I write. If you want to pay a subscription of 29 bucks a year, that helps me financially because I've been canceled in terms of my income damage. Remember my book, Presidential Takedown. I'm in a meeting. Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Remember that. And look, with this transgender madness, you have to stand up particularly as parents because what they're doing is they, they have these men who have penises and they're stringing on these poles with all of their nuts hanging out. And you have your little children sitting down watching that because you tolerant and you're the most wokest parent. This is insanity. And this is the life that we live in now in the West, in Canada, in America, in UK with this transgender madness. You need to put a stop to that. You need to stand up. So today I wanted to touch on a couple of studies in this segment quickly. There was one that I put on my substack and it was written by, um, there was a study by uh, um, Bansel et al. published in the Journal of Immunology. And basically, I'll get to the point. The point is that they found that they found spike protein and the mRNA itself, the, the genetic material, or the spike or the subunits of the spike, S1, etc., the lipid nanopore, they found it in the body, in the system, four months post-injection. We have studies showing us two weeks, some four months, some six months, some 28 days. We have a good study by Wolken and Allen Cell that shows that the, um, the spike protein was found in the germinal cells, 60 days, two months. We have a very, very key study by Patterson et al., his group. They found spike in the blood, in the tissue, 16 months post-infection. And... You can extrapolate spike in the, in, the, in the tissue from infection to spike from the vaccine because it's the same spike. In fact, the spike protein induced from the vaccine is more lethal. It's more of an endothelial pathogen, very toxic and lethal, especially the S1 subunit of the spike protein. Um, it ravages the vasculature, the endothelial and the glycocalyx layer. It causes bleeding, bleeding and clotting paradoxical situation we call VITT, vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombocytopenia purpura, where you're bleeding and you're clotting, taking platelets out of the system to, to clot. This is what the, the spike protein, once the spike protein sits down on the cell wall, the immune system, the killer lymphocytes, attacks it. It attacks the tissue, causes the inflammation you see in like myocarditis, etc., and tries to destroy the cell. So, we have a serious problem and we need to we need to detoxify. That's why, I mean, I'll share the wellness company came up with a spike protein detoxifier. It's called Spike Support. And if you go to the wellness company, twc.health, that's T as in Tom, W as in woman, C as in Charlie, dot health. And go to the page with the supplements. You'll find the spike support. Take a look at it, consider it, because the content has that natural blood thinner is called is a fibrin, fibrinolytic called NATO kinase. NATO. We've been using that for decades, but now we've put it in the spikes. So it dissolves the spike. Preliminary research shows 
it is all. And people want this spike. People walk up to me in, in America, in Canada, in the Caribbean. And they say, look, Dr. Alexander, all I want is to get a spike out of me. I don't need to hear anything anymore. I just want how to get it out. Well, this is one way. Well, the, the, the key way is don't take any more vaccine. You made a mistake, but no more. But we have the spike support that, um, that could dissolve it. We have preliminary results showing it dissolves the spike protein in vitro. And we need to mount the proper clinical studies, no doubt. But those will take two to three years to mount and complete. But in the meantime, people need help. So I wanted to tell you that, that um, the spike protein is a problem and it exists post-vaccine long-term. In other words, your cells are going to make spike protein 24-7 for the rest of your life. And that's what we try to tell them. That's what we try to tell people, do not touch this vaccine. Because the, the vaccine makers, Pfizer and Moderna, did not do the right studies to prove this out. Now we're seeing the effect of it. People with long COVID, people with serious kind of women having irregular bleeding, women without periods or having periods, women who went through menopause 10 years before, they're now 65. They're now showing period again. was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Dr. Peter McCullough, your host of the McCullough Report, and I'm also the Chief Scientific Officer of The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company is offering the Signature Series Spike Support Formula. The Wellness Company supports this formula because it's designed to remove spike protein from the body in its design, in terms of its mechanism of action. The accumulation of spike protein occurs because of repeated COVID-19 vaccination and COVID-19 illness, the spike protein stays in the body a long time, causes heart, brain, uh, body tissue damage, as well as blood clotting. The spike support formula is designed to help the body catabolize the spike protein, begin to remove it through its natural mechanisms. This product has been carefully sourced. Uh, it is all U.S. made, highest quality, non-GMO, and non-vegetarian ingredients. No fillers in here, just the active substances. Let me give you what is in a standard serving size. Standard serving size is two capsules, and you would take two capsules twice a day. It includes natokinase, the principal uh, ingredient, 2,000 fibrinolytic units, or 100 milligrams. Those are uh, equal in terms of... Uh, conversion, selenium, 75 micrograms, black sativa extract, 500 milligrams, Irish sea moss powder, 500 milligrams, green tea extract, 150 milligrams, and dandelion extract, 50 milligrams. Why the other ingredients? The other ingredients are designed to help block the spike protein's effect on tissues, help tissues recover and repair. It's the best we have now when patients are in need 
At this point in time, we can't make broad therapeutic claims regarding disease states, but we can tell you that this is reasonable in terms of supporting the body and helping the body clear spike protein and allowing your pathway back to better health. So go to twc.health and check out the spike support formula. You can use our promotional codes or go through our banner bars on our site to get promotional codes and discounts on your purchase. I'm Dr. Peter McCullough, Chief Scientific Officer of the Wellness Company. Let's get loud on America Loud Talk Radio. Hey, welcome back to the third hour. I mean, the third segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Talk, America Out Loud Talk Radio. So, uh, you know, we were talking about different issues, and I want us to keep us funneled towards the COVID issue because we're trying to climb out of that hole. But we we can't um, we can't talk further until we touch on this Trump indictment with these classified documents. Look, they're talking about they found boxes scattered all over Mar-a-Lago. Just remember, recently, a couple months ago, there was a big frenzy because they found a bunch of classified information in Biden's, one, two of Biden's Delaware homes. Okay, that Hunter, the, the crack addict, the crack whore, the drug crack whore, prostitute pimp, Hunter Biden. Frequented, so you don't know was was Hunter selling American secrets? Was it a pay-for-play scheme by Hunter? Was he letting people in there to photograph and and um, and read material? So you see, we knew Obama had classified information. We know Hillary Clinton with all her servers and all his stolen emails, everything. We know Uma Abedin, her her secretary, accomplice in crime. We know our husband, Anthony, the pedophile wiener. Remember the pedophile wiener taking all the shots with the little kids in bed with, 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 and he had an erection? I mean, and he had classified information in the trunk of his car. So we, you have Eric Holder, who's running guns in Mexico. I, I, so as the attorney general, I mean, look. The reality is America is in trouble right now because it has Madam Justice, who should be blind, seems to now have her thumbs on the scale of the Democrats, and she seems to be having the hearts. I wrote a substack in my in my blog, Alexander COVID News. Remember my substack? If you Google it, Alexander COVID News, you you can you can subscribe for free. I said that Madam Justice has the hearts right now for the orange man with the yellow hair because she seems to be allowing them to go ahead, go after him when she's turning a blind eye to all of the other crimes by Biden, et cetera. We, we saw a report that he got bribed $5 million in one payoff, Hunter another $5 million, and they only did this indictment because of the news broke with the, uh, with the, with the FBI documents. So this is a very serious uh, issue right now. And... Um, and, uh, you know, when you have people like Tully coming on and talking about extremely damning for the dawn, I mean, people like Tully, I respect him, Jonathan Tully, but he's a fence sitter. He's like those um, people like, like, like a lot of the COVID scientists and doctors who played a game from the beginning. You know, those yellow pussillanimous. You know, you spell pussillanimous with P-U, 
S-I-L-L-A-N-I-M-O-U-S. I actually spell, and, and it's a real word, pusillanimous, is, it means weakness, weakling. I, I call it pusillanimous. These are scientists and doctors like, uh, I don't want to name them because I work with a lot of them in COVID. They are pusillanimous, they are pussies. Because um, what they did was they played on the upside when they could join forces with the government to allow the, um, the uh, vaccine mandates, the lockdowns, they pushed the, the lie about natural immunity being inferior, they pushed the lie about equal risk of severe outcome. When 10-year-old Johnny was exposed, I had the same risk as 85-year-old granny with seven underlying medical conditions. The data in America showed that most of the severe cases, the persons who died in COVID, now we drill down even more. We do see there's a median age of 83, and they had at least six, not two, six underlying grave medical conditions. Very, very sick people. So it, it even helps our argument that this was a fraud. This virus wasn't lethal. I mean, if you have six grave, if you... If you have heart disease, renal failure, heart cancer, all kinds of crap all at once, and you get this viral respiratory illness, influenza-like illness at 83, how do you think you're going to cope with that? You know you're going to get pneumonia. Because you're going to have to take bed. And you know the system denied antibiotics, which is you needed that for fluorid pneumonia, ground glass opacities and all of this stuff. We knew that you needed antibiotics. Yet you denied it. Of course, you're going to get worse. You're going to get sepsis. The bacterial infection will leak over into the blood and you will get sepsis. You will die. So anyway, I just wanted to touch base. I think this is a whole witch hunt. And um, you see, the problem for Trump is that he's his own nightmare because he can't stop talking, don't know what to say, he, he needs to be on the show and in the limelight. Right now, you have lawyers resigning. You know, what he needs is a statesman to come forward and help button up the situation, give a nice front, and then work behind the scenes to fix everything. What these idiots don't understand, and, 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 and you know, this has nothing to do with me, but I think I understand enough to say the President of the United States is the only person in America who could declassify documents. And everybody who declassifies underneath the president does so delegated by that authority from him or her. So if Trump had documents in his possession, these morons don't seem to understand that, even in the FBI and, and the Justice Department. This is just a show. The fact that Trump had the documents in his possession does not mean they were, they were classified documents. Trump could go as far as saying, in my mind, I declassified that. And they declassified because that's the power granted by the Constitution to the president. The president is the only person who has that authority. So this is a bunch of madness. And um, they, they're trying to tear America apart. Why? The country don't need DeSantis. DeSantis is not capable of doing what America needs. DeSantis, to me, is in the bag of the special interests and the WEF crazy people. When they just look at the donors and who he hangs out, I, I like him. And I say maybe in 2028, Trump could tee him up, fix him up, polish him up, present him to the public, blah, 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 let him get a little more um, skill. Because he green. Yes, you need him for a state like Florida, 
But Florida's going to be angry if you run because he's not going to win. He might be able to win the 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 the, the, uh, the primary against Trump. Let's pretend. But Democrats and stuff are going to vote for him. He will get less votes than Trump even. Trump Trump can at least appeal across the aisles. Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy is a tree hugger. Robert Kennedy is anti-gun, etc. I like his position on vaccines. But you have to look at the arc. He's a liberal. He's a socialist liberal. He's a Kennedy. I like him. I know him personally. I think he could he could head HHS and burn down the CDC, burn down the FDA, raise it to the floor, burn the buildings down, get the fire service to come with a controlled fire, burn the CDC, burn the entire FDA building, burn down NIH and burn down NIAID, burn them down, the physical buildings. Then take all the employees and assign them to Alcatraz. Make the new CDC on Alcatraz and the FDA. Tell them like how when they transport the prisoners, you got to take a six-mile journey from the main line every morning to go to work. Park your car and take a ferry. Make life difficult for those beasts. What they have done the last 40, 50 years in public health, they destroyed medicine in America and by consequence the world. And investigate them all. Investigate Fauci, Burks, Aza, Walensky, Jar, Redfield, the whole works, everyone. Investigate Bula, Bansil, Sahin, Dazik. Investigate them, Barak. Investigate Malone. Investigate Carrico. Investigate Wiseman. Yes, I just said Malone. And I know some of you will get your vapors. You're getting your vapors and your head swooning and you're clutching for your fishnet stockings and your pearls. I just said that. Robert Malone, I've stood on the stage many times. You have many videos with me and him. We're in the same group. Many conferences we presented together. I like him. I don't have anything against him personally. But I think he's a fraud. I think he's a complete scientific fraud. He brought, he said he brought the mRNA technology that's in those vaccines. Yeah, and he's trying to tweak it now. Oh, well, they modified it. Modified my ass. The mRNA technology belongs to you and Wiseman and Carrico. You people did this. You brought death. When Robert Oppenheimer detonated the atomic bomb, it took his life to unfold for him to then make the statement, I brought death and I regret it. That's what Malone and they did. And you need to show some stones and stand up and say, listen, I brought death with the mRNA technology. Why? I was a typical pipetting chemist working in the government and some contracting agencies. I was trying to hawk money because the taxpayer money was paying and we fill in all these grants, these bogus grants. Look, I just said it. I come from academia. Most of my colleagues in academia are crooks. They spend their whole life filling out grants, stealing from the taxpayer in Canada and the taxpayer in America. Stealing, finding ways to write creative scientific language. Oh my God, he's now studying how the mating, the mating call of the Drosophila melanogaster mosquito, how it mates. The cry means the, this is madness. We give you 10 million for that. And then you will give 20 million to the other group who want to study the enjoyment of anal sex by homosexuals. That's the kind of shit we deal with. Sorry, Malcolm. I just lose my cool today. I'm sorry for the language. But these are frauds. These are people who milk the taxpayer. 
they were just making grant money, living life high on the hog and enriching themselves with your tax money and my tax money. And we can ask you questions. You want to sue us? You want to sue the brigands? You want to sue people because you can't answer scientific questions? I say you are fraud, Robert Malone. I want you to answer questions. You knew it wasn't staying at the injection site. We didn't need the Japanese for your information. We didn't need bridal. You knew it wasn't staying at the injection site. The mere fact that you encased the, the mRNA in a lipid fatty ball, an extracellular vehicle, an exosome, you knew it had to be transported deep into the body. So you are a liar, Malone. Yes, go and tell your lawyer, get off the toilet and sue me. File some paperwork. But you need to understand there will be discovery. And I'm going to ask you these, these questions on paper and going into the public record for the rest of your life. And we'll show the fraud you are. You knew. You knew it was damaging mitochondria. mitochondria. You knew it was reverse transcribed back into the DNA. You knew that. You knew. You knew that, that they were doing things to the mRNA to hide it from the immune system. You knew it was unsafe. You knew it was not, as CDC said, going to be dissolved quick by mRNAs. You knew that. You knew it was going to stay in the system for months, if not years, despite protein from the vaccine, vaccine-induced spike. You knew it, yet you were silent. And now you want to run around and pretend, well, with the vaccine unsafe? But you brought the core key ingredient, the mRNA technology, and you have not gone back to the lab to find an antidote for the society. And you want me to have respect for you. I'll punish you, boy, for the next hundred years if I live. And if it's only me standing up against you, I'll stand up for the brigands. You are fraud. What you did, you wanted to make money on the upside, taking our tax money, and now you want it on the downside. Now that you know the shit hit the fan and people questioning, you want to, oh my God, well, it's unsafe. But brother, you have to come in front of Congress. We want you on the oath, you and Kariko and Wiseman, the three of you, and Sahin for BioNTech, and Bula from Pfizer and Bansel for Moderna. We want you guys on the oath separately so you can't even look at each other. Separately, I want you to answer questions, Robert, as much as I like you. I know I didn't visit your farm, and yes, you did invite me, you and your wife, but we didn't come because I don't play that game. I didn't want to see your ranch. I wasn't your friend. I do respect you. I do admire you, the arc of your life, but you are fraud. You made money on the pandemic response. You come around as some good guy, you're not. You're not because you didn't work to bring an antidote. You didn't explain to the people the debt that you brought. And I will argue in a courtroom against you. You and your punk lawyer, that first brisk guy, whatever you're called, he's such an idiot. Your lawyer, tell him I say he's an idiot, he's a fool. He's a stupid fool to encourage you to be suing. But who are you to sue scientists to scientists? I'm asking you scientific questions. And you want to sue me? Anyway, back to Trump. This whole thing is a bogus crap. And I hope Trump could withstand it. And Trump is reelected. And I want Trump to jail them all. All. I want him to burn the FBI down to the core. Take it down to the studs and fumigate it. That's what Trump did. Don't come around Trump next time and fool around. You're going to have a chance to rewrite history. Two of the greatest public health disasters Trump ha happened under you. Two, the lockdown lunacy that you, that you bought and this vaccine that you bought, Operation Warp Speed. 
I don't blame you. Okay, you're not a scientist, you're not a doctor. I, I think you're a very smart man, but, but, but they fooled you. They fooled you so much and you wanted the, the prize, you wanted the, the fame. For, yeah, I understand that. But it's time now you stand up, Donald. You stand up and you say, look, this was crap. We killed people with the lockdowns. Yes, Donald, you have to say it. Yes, and the vaccine appears to be deadly. It is. You need to say it. You need to say it, Donald. And you'll be reelected. So right now, I'm very angry because America, to me, like it or hate it. And they have a lot of things out of America I don't like. I'm a legal resident of America, my family. I'm a citizen of Canada. I'm a citizen of the Caribbean, etc. But 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 wait, you, you're telling me America or Yemen? America or UK, where all the women getting raped by the Islamists and the jihadists? America or Sweden? Where, where the Muslim, uh, Islamist, ISIS kind of people raping their way across Sweden, raping everybody. Denmark. Last time I was in Denmark in 2008 or so, it was bombings all over the place by these jihadists and rapes. Merkel destroy Europe, so I don't want to be in Europe. Which country is better than America, as bad as it is? If you look at the justice system right now, who would want to live in America? But still... It represents the last chance, beacon of hope. And we can't let her fail because if America falls, the world falls. It is a fact. It is a fact. You want to live in Japan? Soon everybody there be 100 years old. That's where you want to live? The Japanese? You remember what the Japanese did in 1940, the 1940s? There are sick people in their head too. Look, I'm a very blunt person. Very blunt. You want to live in Britain? Britain enslaved half of the world. You think I forget Britain? What they did? That Commonwealth country to the islands, to other countries in the world, to India, what it did? You think I people like me forget? You think I could like the crown? No. America, why do you think people shed blood in 1776? It's to rid itself of that filth, that monarchy, and to give freedom. What we have now is not freedom. What you're seeing happening to Trump is not freedom, okay? So what we need to do right now is we need to rally behind him and stand with him. DeSantis, not, not an issue. He's not going to, to matter. Robert Kennedy, there's no way he could be elected, none. He might have good points, make a little flash, but Democrats are more vote for him and Republicans not. <laughs>